Hello and welcome to Level Up and Friends with those of us from the video game and comic book store, Level Up Entertainment. Get together, well, used to be every week with some friends, but it's kind of whenever I feel like it now. I don't know if we're going to go monthly or bi-weekly, but uh, we're back, baby. Um, just in time to be kind of late to talk about the Super Mario Brothers movie from Illumination. Um, I'm your host, Scott, and I'm joining me this week. I've got Katie. Hello. How you doing? I'm welcome doing back okay. to the first show, regular show in like two years. It's been a while, I have to say. Yeah. Um, so about a month ago at this point now, right? The Illumination Super Mario Brothers movie came out. I believe it's titled The Super Mario Brothers Movie, because they don't want you to remember that there was a Super Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> um, but uh, I I wanted to talk to you specifically about this, because uh, if there is the biggest, you are the biggest Nintendo fan that I know. And I'm curious, uh, even though I'm pretty confident I know what your opinion of this movie is, I would love to hear you explain why you are absolutely in love with it. Yeah, I, I think there's a, there's, I mean, on the surface, I loved it, but there are many layers to it and there's many reasons why. So I'm interested okay. to get into it. Well, get into it. I'm going to give you free reign to start us off. Okay, well, um, I guess I should start with, I absolutely loved it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've been wanting a true, like, Mario Brothers movie, I mean, obviously since 1993, um, because, I mean, that's what, what I had growing up was the 1993 movie, and that was one of, actually one of the first movies I ever watched growing up. Yeah, I was gonna say, we should probably establish our ages here a little bit, because I'm a little bit older. Yeah. Like, do you even remember, like, the Super Mario Brothers Super Show? Uh, I sure do. I, I was okay. a little, I was a little too young for the first run with like uh, Lou Albano and uh, Danny Wells, I think his name was. Mm -hmm. um, I was a little too young for that, but I remember reruns of it. The Super Mario World cartoon is the one I remember the most. Because you're from what, you were born what, 1990? 1990 on the dot, yeah. Yeah, so I was, and I'm from 1985. Yeah. So I, I, I remember the Super Mario Brothers franchise before the movie like beyond just the video games like very 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 well oh okay um but i can imagine like yeah when you're a little bit younger than that like this could be your first major introduction to them outside of potentially the video games because i gotta assume you were a fan of the games first right that's the only reason you'd have interest in the movie from what i can remember yes because i i think the very first time i ever played an nes i was two years old mm -hmm. so it was like it was literally like the year before the movie came out. And I think my first, my first game was NES baseball, but like very shortly after that, my dad popped in Super Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt. So it was like, you know, that was kind of my first introduction, but like it, it was see. kind of all at the same time because I had the gate, obviously the games is where it all started, mm -hmm. but then like growing up it, from what I can remember, I kind of had like I had the movie and the cartoon and the game like all at the same time. So it was like this like whirlwind of media <laughs> surrounding yeah. Mario. Yeah, I remember a lot of that too. Like yeah. see, that's the things you're not gonna remember like the hype for like Super Mario Brothers 3 coming out. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, like, you would have been way too young because I think that came out like 89, 88. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, my first my first version of Mario Brothers three was Mario All Stars on the Super Nintendo. For some reason I thought you were gonna say Super Mario sixty four were like this highly anticipated. 
Mario game. No, no. I actually, um, I didn't play Mario 64 a lot when I was growing up. I was okay. too, I got way too into Super Mario RPG and they came out around the same time. So it, I kind of played Mario RPG more than Mario 64 growing up. So yeah, I know we've had lots of discussions about Mario RPG, which is crazy because yes. you haven't played Paper Mario games yet, right? Wait, what was that? You still haven't played Paper Mario yet, right? I've played the original, I love the original Paper Mario. Okay, you haven't done Thousand Year Door though. No, I've never played that one. I somehow got two copies of it and they're really expensive, but I would let you borrow one if you want. I, I would love that. <laughs> I can't decide between the two which one's better, but I love Thousand Year Door. I, I've i heard a lot of people say that Thousand Year Door is better than the original. In, in some ways it is, and yeah. in some ways it's not. Because I don't want to say one's better than the other because they make because they're both really top tier games. Anyway, we're getting way off topic. Yeah, now um, we're going into Paper Mario. No, but um, so yeah, to kind of go back to what we were talking about, like I grew up with, you know, all of these forms of media surrounding Mario. So like, I, I don't really remember a time before the cartoon. I don't remember a time before the movie. Like I, I was just too young at the mm-hmm. time, but yeah, so I, I was pretty, you know, my, my parents kind of were the ones that started the whole Mario craze in me because they, they had me play in the game and then when the cartoon was on TV, they would always put that on for me because I loved Mario, the game. So then, yeah, I just kind of became obsessed with it, obviously from a really early age, <laughs> yeah. really early. <laughs> yeah. So, so you come in, you came into this one as like a big Mario fangirl. Huge. Yeah. Like I, I'm like, that is, that is like the one thing that like has stuck with me since I was a kid like when I see my one cousin who used to babysit me all the time she was like remember when I used to call you Mario and I would be Luigi and we would be the Mario brothers together like Mm -hmm. you know pretending like growing up and I'm like oh my god yeah she still reminds me of that and I'm 33 years old now so yeah (laughs) yes I would say a huge huge fangirl all right so I Cause like, all right. So I guess I should explain my experience then with this movie. So yeah. I went and saw this with, with, with a friend of mine. Um, and like, I kind of went into it with like, cause it's illumination. Like I went in with very low expectations, but like they did the little like Nintendo logo in the front and had like little pixel Mario and Luigi running around. And I think mm-hmm. I turned to my friend. And I was like, all right, I already kind of like this. It's so like, I'm not <laughs> immune to like the Mario propaganda in the movie. Yeah, I, I did have a smile on my face the whole time I watched it, and after I turned after the movie was over, I turned to my friend. I was like, I kind of loved it. It was one of the, it's one of those experiences. Like the farther I get from it, the more like I don't care for it. If that makes any sense, because there's Elab- like, elaborate on that. I'm not quite so, sure what you mean. So, other than Nintendo stuff in it, the movie kind of has nothing for me as an adult. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Um, there's no, like, there's really no story. There's, like, no, like, character arcs. Like, it's, I heard it described somewhere as, like, the speed run the movie, and I kind of agree, where the mm-hmm. pacing's so break, breakneck that, like, I kind of wish they didn't do Donkey Kong or the Mario Kart stuff, and we were able to have, like, a subplot with, like, Luigi doing something, or, like, Mario and Peach and Toad getting to know each other. Like, that, I, I wish there was more of that stuff, but that's not what Illumination does, and that is especially not what Miyamoto will ever let them do with Mario. Yeah, like I feel I like once you once you start getting into the lore a little bit, I feel like like Miyamoto has 
an iron grip on that. Like, like he's I can do this. You Mario, can. Yeah, he's the reason the Paper Mario games don't do like interesting things anymore. Yeah, and like you hear the Zelda team talk about like whenever they do something really cool with Zelda that like people really like, it's they had to sneak it under, sneak it in under that's under Miyamoto like story stuff, and like not that I need the Mario games to have a heavy story because they're really just an excuse to just have levels. But like Rosalina's storybook is something he didn't want them to have. And that's like an optional thing. And it's like one of the most charming, memorable parts of Mario Galaxy, which is already a charming and memorable game. Um, but like you hear stuff like that. And like, I know he's one of the main producers on this. But like, it's just, it, I don't want to say wasted potential, but it feels like it could have been so much better. But I, I can't say it's bad. It achieved what it wanted. It's like it made over a billion dollars worldwide. Yeah. And because Universal owns Illumination, we're gonna get it, we're getting theme parks. And like I know once the Florida park opens, we're going down and, and doing all of that. 100 percent No, there yeah. like there needs to be like a level up field trip type thing. Yeah. Like well, we're well, we're definitely going. Uh, we were always gonna go, but like we also like especially need to go now in memory of our friend Harry. Oh, 100 percent so, Yeah. That that's like the main reason to go. <laughs> is that like Universal's his big park? And like he's also was also a big Nintendo fan. I uh, met Charles Martinet with him. Yeah. Like oh, he yeah, was I, there I met him the day after. Yeah. Yeah. Like he he was with me in line. Like we oh my God. I and will never forget pinball, that day. He got his pinball translate signed and finally got to ask him about him voicing in that game. Yeah. And, it, and it technically being the first Mario game to come out with his voice like it beat uh, and it was it was stolen it was apparently like not because it was when mario teaches typing though was the one where it's like mario like does like go fishing like those kinds of games on the computer yeah it was it was mario teaches typing was like the first the first like, game that he actually voice acted same, in yeah it's part of the same where recording session no technically the pinball game came out first right but the, yeah. i'm i mean like well, according, a, according to Mr. Barnet. There's a side-scrolling Mario mini game in the pinball game, so I consider it a Mario video game. I mean, that's fair. He yeah. he he did give us a, an interesting piece yeah. of lore behind that. Uh, apparently, the pinball, whoever was producing the pinball machine, uh, did not get his permission to use his voice. So it's, it's technically... Like they, they clearly recorded stuff, like specifically yeah. for pinball. It was, well, it was called, the the very first thing that Charles Martinet did was called Mario in real time. And it was like a, it was kind of like a weird, like motion activated, like Mario head. They put that in, they put it in Mario Teach's typing as like a, you know. Yeah, I remember seeing videos for like when they go to like cons and like live shows with Nintendo. Yeah, it was meant like to a, like. Yeah, it's like a digital Mario, Mario head, like you would talk to it and it would talk back to you. Yeah. Because he's just behind so. like a screen with a microphone. Yeah. So uh, anyway, I thought I thought that that was kind of interesting. I remember I specifically remember Harry asking him that question, mm -hmm. and uh, Charles Martinet kind of gave him a look like, uh, it was a, "Well, <laughs> it was a, I know I know he said it was a sore subject, but then like yeah. when we wrote about we wrote an article on our website about the pinball machine, and we mentioned all of this in it, and then like news sites picked it up because it's like a really weird, obscure piece of Mario trivia. Yeah, and it like, kind of blew up for us, and like. Like occasionally we were like scrolling around Reddit and then like some people would post to post the article that he wrote. I'm like, oh, ah. this is really cool. Like it made it to Reddit. 
<laughs> but you know what I mean? Like you would see it yeah. on weird sites where people can share stuff. Well, it is. It's kind of, an, it was a really interesting tidbit. I remember him telling us that and I kind of like looked at Harry and Harry looked at me and we were kind of like, did we just like discover like something sacred here? Like what, what did we do? <laughs> well, yeah, if you come into our store, you can see the translate that he signed. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, and we, we, we also, I, I don't have it up in the store right now, but we have a photo of him signed to the store. Yeah. Oh my God. Voices. But like, I, well, like, you know, you get his cameo in the Mario movie kind of early, and I was like, oh, my God. It made me so I, Like, all of the little things in it did make me happy. But, like, yeah, it's one of those things where, like, I... my It gave my brain nothing to, like, hold on to. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, like, I know I what you... definitely get why people wouldn't like it. If you have no previous attachment to this franchise, I don't think there's anything there for you. No, 100%. This is a movie for 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 two people for mario fans and for children yeah, and like, that is it <laughs> like if this came out when i was five i'd love it yeah no 100 like i yeah. i like i like i love like i'm not really a huge movie person it takes a lot for me to be interested in in a movie especially anymore yeah. like i do kind of love how i watched a lot of movies growing up as a kid so i have a like I guess like a soft spot for like kids movies because it just it you know it reminds me of being a kid just like, well, like you know Nintendo yeah. but like but yeah. but it did feel like from what I can remember growing up with as a tried and true kids movie like no it doesn't have to have a plot like a lot of <laughs> See, but, I, the, but here's the thing like yeah the, the flip side of that is and I'll get to that yeah it, it was a really fun kids movie. I like, I 100% agree that there was no plot to this movie. There's no, the only thing is like, oh, let's go to the, obviously, do we care about spoilers? No, everyone's seen this movie. By now. Okay. All right. I figured. <laughs> um, also, I, this is not necessarily the movie's problem, but all of the marketing showed everything that happened in the movie. And that's like, my I, other, I, that's my other, I, I, like, I would have issue. been so much more excited if I didn't know Mario Kart was going to be in it. Yeah, like, I feel like they could have, they probably could have left that as a little surprise, because, like, I did kind of feel like watching all of the trailers, which I watched them multiple times, all together, in a row, front to back, back to front, it felt like I watched the entire movie by watching the trailers. And, and you basically did. Yeah, and, like, and, and you really did, because all of the major parts of the movie are in the trailer. <laughs> And it's kind of like the only thing that they really left out was really anybody having any meaningful, well, quote unquote, meaningful dialogue. And um, there was precious little of. Yeah, there, uh, there just, really it, wasn't like it, it felt yeah, like it, it felt like there was no plot. There was no script. It felt like there was no script at all. And it was basically just. To me, it, you know, feel like it was a script. It felt like it was the first draft because there's that's what makes it frustrating for me, because I feel like there's kernels of ideas in there. That if they were the movie just like refined and changed its priorities a little bit, yeah, like it could have elevated. Like it's a Mario movie. I'm not expecting it to be that deep. I'm not expecting really deep characters. No. But like, I would like to see the characters interact and do things rather than just like we got to go to the next scene, the next scene, the next scene, the next scene. Yeah, I, like my... I don't know, but like in terms of like it being a kids movie, I don't like that as an excuse. Because the last movie I'd seen right before this was Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. And that's a legitimately amazing movie. Yeah, I've heard that like, as a it, comparison. I don't, have you lot. watched it? No. All right, because I don't want to spoil it, but like it deals with some heavy 
TikToks. I know. Isn't there like a panic attack scene? I remember there's seeing a, that. There's a real panic attack in it, and it's treated seriously. One of the main antagonists is Death. Oh, like, Puss, like the whole movie is Puss is on his last life, and he has not. Like he's he's treated every all of his other lives so like frivolously. So it's like learning the value of like, like of, of like of like living your life and like having people in it, and like yeah, like it's it's hardcore, but like it's still got goofy like Goldilocks bears and stuff in it. You know, like it's yeah. yeah. It's a it's a movie that works for everybody. But isn't Puss like, in Boots like a isn't that a, an offshoot of Shrek? It's this yeah, it's a Shrek. It's the sixth Shrek movie. It's the third one I've seen, and oh, apparently wow. I've I've seen one three, which is apparently the worst, and then this one. I've seen one and two, so I don't know anything past. That. Yeah, but <laughs> like, like, that's that's it. like I you don't need to know any of these characters. Yeah, other than like it's Puss in Boots is a fairy tale, and like they meet other fairy tale characters, but like. You can kind of figure that out. Yeah. Because like Goldilocks and the Three Bears are like antagonists in it. Um, Jack Horner is in it. Like it, if you haven't seen it, I highly, highly recommend that movie. If I had seen it last year, it would have been my pick for movie of the year. But it came out oh, at the wow. very end of the year. Um, I So I didn't see it until like January, February 2023. Yeah. But my point, my point is, is like you can make... Like like classic Pixar movies work for everybody. Like I love Toy Story as a kid. I still love it as an adult because it's got something to say and it has like characters. But they kind of grew up with you too. If you think about like oh yeah, I, by the time Andy gave away his toys, I was about the same age. Yeah, it was like that's that movie is a perfect example. Well, that's actually that series in general is a perfect example of like our generation growing up with the characters and like you know i mean i could you know i I don't know if you can really compare the mario brothers movie and toy story because that feels like no no no, i i I don't i don't want to compare that those movies yeah like that just that feels wrong to compare because i feel like they're just two totally different i feel like a a fairer movie to compare super mario brothers well i don't want to get into comparisons yet because i do want to talk about what i liked about the movie yeah let's let's yeah let's 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 exhaust super mario brothers for a minute yeah um what i loved about the movie is uh the thing i loved the most about it is when the soundtrack was orchestral remixes of mario songs oh my god there were so many and they were they were really good but like they were fit and they were appropriate and i was just like it kind of like the movie did give me the warm fuzzies, just like all of the like dopamine hits. Like I was the Leonardo DiCaprio pointing me most of the movie. <laughs> like other than that, like it didn't give me anything to chew on. So I loved it at the time, but like the farther I got from it, uh, the the less I enjoyed it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, but I think that was the part of the movie that worked best for me. Most of the voice cast was fine. Um, I thought they were great. I like Fred I Armisen. Well, Fred Armisen was terrible. That's my only one. That's my like. I will excuse Chris Pratt because he actually did fine, but he was okay. The trailers used a really bad take from him. Like the trailer was legitimately a bad line. They definitely redubbed it, right? Because it sounds. Yeah, it was definitely like a. a, It was definitely not what they were going with it in the final cut, but like, oh wow, like that was legitimately bad. Like so, it's like the people that are like Chris Pratt is looks like he's gonna be bad in this. Like that was legit. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like Fred Armisen's Cranky Kong is terrible. I liked what they did with Donkey Kong. 
Like I had already liked re- liked the redesign. I like that's a mix between Donkey Kong Country and the original arcade game. I was like, yeah, oh, I looks, like that. That looks cool. I like that they did like himbo Donkey Kong. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought like, Donkey Kong was one of my favorite characters in the entire movie. Like I, he was awesome. Seth Rogen doing Seth Rogen. It was kind of perfect though, even with the stupid Seth Rogen laugh that he it, does. Like it, it worked. I don't know why. <laughs> it was okay. It um, worked. But yeah, other than that, like I, I like Charlie Day as Luigi. I, I just wish mm-hmm. we got more of him. Mm-hmm. I wish he had something to do in the movie, especially considering at the end, like him teaming up with Mario. Yeah, it felt, that like was cool. were, it felt like they were setting up like a Luigi's got to help himself angle in the movie, and they don't. That's what I mean when it feels like a first draft. Well, that's that's my thing with this movie, and like it to kind of like back up a little bit. Yeah, like. So this didn't, this felt like such a different kind of movie because it kind of felt like a weird mix between like a commercial and a, hey, look, look what we can do with this IP. It's not, it's not so much like they definitely didn't focus on any type of plot that like, there's obviously, you know, really no big plot there. It's defeat Bowser, which is the, you know, plot of the game. So they got that part just fine but this really did when you say when you say rough draft or like first draft that's exactly what this feels like it feels like it's it's like a showcase of hey look what we can do with these characters look at the situations we can put them in look at how they're going to handle it you know what and then maybe it's not a rough draft maybe it's just like we have these set pieces and then just bring them together yeah and on their own like the mario kart section's cool well, that that's kind of what I mean. The is Donkey like Kong they can cool. Like, they can take each part of the movie and definitely expand upon them. And I I really do have a feeling that um I mean I know the rumors are circulating like crazy, but we're definitely getting more Nintendo movies. I mean, um, they, they already announced they're doing a Donkey Kong one. I, well, which they into, should. They should. Is, this goes into a whole thing, but like. I think Illumination can work with a Mario movie. Like this wasn't the worst thing I've ever experienced. It was fine. Well, okay. But so like, I but like, can you imagine them doing like a Metroid? No, I, I mean, Illumination would not be the one to do Metroid. I but feel that's like the that's thing, a is, total like, departure from their. But do you know stick. what I mean? Like, is is, is Illumination going to do all of the Nintendo movies? Like, I don't want to see them do Zelda. I mean, okay. So I don't think we're getting. I think we're we're gonna get. If we're gonna get more movies, like a lot of movies they're gonna be centered in like the mario universe i feel like i don't feel like they're gonna go with zelda i don't i definitely don't think they're going metroid well here's here's the problem um, you know, if they do mario stuff because like this movie because it's like lots of lots of references you're gonna tear through like what little stories there are in mario games very quickly yeah but they like, can get away with that and make a lot of money off of it i'm not saying they can't make a lot of money i'm just saying like it's not what i would want to see them do I don't know. I, I, I don't I don't want them to just folk like it like people keep saying, like, oh, what if there's like a Smash Brothers multiverse thing happening nah, here? I, I'm like, I don't think it's gonna go that far, but I mean I, I don't want the MCU. Cool. I'm sick of cinematic universes, man. Yeah, I like because it it does I'm completely tired of Star Wars at this point. I like I have I haven't even watched anything new, so I I, I, I burned out on Star Wars and Marvel. Yeah. So ago yeah and forget the mcu stuff i'm not even remotely uh interested but like the 
people keep saying like, oh, we're going to get a Smash Brothers universe out of this. And I'm like, okay, I don't think it's going to go that far. I think we'll get, I think if anything, we have this movie, we'll probably get some form of Mario Brothers 2. Um, I know Joe kept saying, he was like, what if they, what if they end this movie with Mario, like going to sleep, going to sleep. Yeah. And then nope. it's like, you hear the music and I'm like, oh my God. They, but, they, uh, they'll never, they'll never bring back Wart. They're not going to do no. that. No. I mean, clearly the after credit scene to set up like Yoshi. So like Mario world. Cause I'm sure the Koopa kids and Bowser Jr. are going to show up. My, That's going to be the sequel. Well, it's going to be thought Mario this, world. I thought for the sequel was going to be like Wario and Waluigi. Cause there's like no reference to them at all. There's no. references to the Koopa kids. Yeah. True. Because uh, when Bowser plays the piano in the infamous scene, which I'll talk about separately, uh, it's like Ludwig von Koopa is like the manufacturer. Yeah. You know. I love that. Oh, my God. The entire movie, I just kept, I kept like pointing and being, look at that. Look at that. Look at That's that. Like, there was that. Like all there was was like references to stuff. Yeah. I, all right. So, all right. I guess we'll talk about that scene real quick. I love Jack Black. I love Tenacious D. I like, I think Jack Black did a really good job as Bowser. I love Jack Black as like a, a vocal performer and a songwriter. That Peaches song sucks. Wait, are you serious? You're the yeah. only person I know that doesn't like it. All he does is say Peaches like a thousand times. It, again, it feels like potential. It feels like he was messing around. to like, just write a song about being in love with Peach. And then he just kind of did it. And then that was it. I mean, Versus, like, yeah. It didn't feel, yeah. <laughs> You said exactly what it is right there. Do you know what I mean? It's where it's like, it, it's a kernel of a good idea. And then it's just not. That, that's oh, why I loved I, it. I, that's why I'm so frustrated with this movie. And it drives me crazy. Because like, I want to really love it. I do. Like, I, I, I can't, I can't stress how much of a good time I had watching it. Like, I know I'm sitting here just complaining about it. But like, I did have a big smile on my face the whole movie. I think I think your your points are totally valid because every every adult that I have like spoken to or like heard the opinion of on this movie has said the same exact thing. It's it's a lot of fun to look around and point out all the little like Easter because they really do kind of slide them in there and like they're 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 everywhere. Mario plays everywhere. Yeah, like, no, but you know? like even even just like the little pizza shop in the very beginning, it's like it's punch oh, yeah. out themed, and there's always oh, yeah. like See, photos they everywhere. Out, before they pulled out and reveal it's punch out pizzeria, I was pointing to my friend. I was like, "Oh my god, that's Glass Joe!" And I was like, "These are all punch out characters." Yeah, no, but like, like oh, it, it's the it's the field from Duck Hunt. Like, yeah. Oh my like, god, Charles Martinet's playing Jumpman. Like, and it looks like an old Donkey Donkey Kong arcade game. Like, yeah. I, I can't. Yeah, that's like I said, I'm not immune to that stuff. I do not like memberberry things in general. Where it's like you don't I, like I, what? Like where things are just like remember me. Oh remember yeah. Because a lot of modern franchises just do that and then give you nothing more. And like I feel like such a hypocrite for even liking this movie because like that's kind of all this movie is. It but, is I think I think they I personally think that they balanced you know the whole like it's a kids movie and the yeah but the parents have to have something to look at some at this at too and it, i mean like, i'll be honest I, with you like i don't have children if i did this would be a movie that probably be on the tv all the time and i don't think i'd hate it you know because like a kid would burn out like a copy of a movie over and over again sure 
but like and I, th- I i don't think it's like aggressively annoying like i would hate it if they were into the minions just to talk about illumination and like i had to hear them jibber and jabber about all day long versus you- i could i could stand to listen to the mario brothers movie happening all day do you think that if elimination didn't do this movie you would you would like it more i think if it was dreamworks i would like it more just because okay. because that's also a universal studio okay I yeah it would it, have to be Universal because illumination studio. is never shoots for higher than like mediocre like with their movies and it's usually just like very safe and very lame i and haven't I, seen like, any other illumi- i like what? I don't know any all of their movies make a billion dollars so it does you know what do I know yeah I mean (laughs) they obviously have something working like I don't want to say Super Mario Brothers is mediocre I do think it's a little bit better than that but I think it could have been greater than it was and that and that's where my frustration lies with it I think if they if they expanded if it wasn't just hey let's go to the the jungle kingdom and get the Kong army and that was the plot and then, like, they're defeated like, in, like, two seconds. So, like, it was pointless. I know. Like, I, I feel what I would have liked to see, because, like, the, the whole scene, I really liked the whole scene of them, like, walking through the different worlds. Like, they had, like, the Sand Kingdom. Oh, yeah. on I would love to have seen the three of them go on an adventure, like a Mario game. Yeah, like, I I feel like if, even if they, like, it doesn't, because, obviously you know, it's, it's an hour and a half movie, so you can only fit as much as possible in it. Yeah. But, like, I do feel like the whole, I feel like the Mario Kart, part of it should have been shortened a little bit and maybe like at the end or something and then like I don't know maybe expand upon them like going on the adventure and going to all of these different kingdoms and having more cameos like so I I understand they could have done that I understand them not wanting to make the whole thing like I gotta save the one female character but like if they didn't separate Mario and Luigi and just the the two of them wound up in the Mushroom Kingdom but like you still have the threat of Bowser coming and like that still could have been the impetus for like we need to go do this thing to maybe defeat Bowser. Yeah. I would have liked that because then we would have gotten Mario and Luigi and the princess and Toad, which are the Mario Brothers two characters. Yeah. Uh like going out and doing something and like having scenes together and getting to know like things like that would have been neat. I mean, that said, the the more the the Ouija scene with the dry bones and stuff was legitimately scary. Yeah, it, it like, like I would have not been happy if I was a, a kid. Yeah. yeah, like no, it that was the the one where he like comes alive and his eyes go like up in flames or the dry bones, his eyes go up in flames. And he's like seriously trying that to That was a jump Luigi. scare. Yeah. That was like an honest like I was scared. I'm 33 years old and yeah. I was terrified of like, He's coming out of lava and like melting and trying to drag him into it. I'm like, "Oh my god." I know. Dude, I oh my god, forget it. I would have had nightmares for ages if i was a kid and saw that like <laughs> yeah like the beginning of the movie which in brooklyn like when it's slower like mario and luigi like with their family and stuff like they they were setting something up and then like as soon as they get to the mushroom kingdom it's just and like i don't even care that like there's just a warp pipe under brooklyn like whatever i don't you just need to read like that's a good enough excuse to just to get them to go on this magical adventure yeah i mean like, that's I it, if you look back on every piece of well, besides the games, every piece of Mario media, it has always been. Yeah, because the games there's a warp really, pipe under Brooklyn. <laughs> they're not, they're, the games aren't, aren't really consistent. Like, do they live in the Mushroom? Are they from the Mushroom Kingdom? Or are they from like the real world? Because like well, they've changed that over the time, over over the years. I think. I well, I mean, that's that's kind of my 
big thing is the like the differences or the similarities between the 1993 movie, this movie, and like the show is they all kind of start the same way. They all kind of start like the Mario brothers are actual plumbers in Brooklyn. You know, this is their actual job. And then they fall into a warp pipe and get warped to Mushroom Kingdom. I mean, all three of those pieces, the Super Show, the 1993 movie, and well, the 93 movie is a little different, but but well, the, and I was this surprised movie, how it's much always of, that. Yeah. I was surprised how much of this show pulled from like the old D cartoons, like the Super Show. Because they like pulled a they, lot they, from they, the old shows. Yeah, because they're they were an American thing. Mm-hmm. Like that's not from the, the source material. And like this is if granted this is Western Studio, but like Miyamoto was one of the producers. Yeah. So, but like it I that's one the commercial is one of my favorite parts of the movie. And they revealed the entire commercial on YouTube. Like I a month know. Like I mean, that was I will say it was really cool when they first revealed it because I I was I, I watched I it, it like 10 times in a row. I was I so excited. It was awesome. But yeah, I like I feel like they could have left that out of a trailer and just left that in the movie as the beginning and have that be like yeah. a real surprise like that would have been that would have been everything i mean like you you didn't need a reason to get people to come see this movie it's the mario yeah. brothers yeah it's it's equivalent to mickey mouse like it's literally like he is know, video game mickey mouse like. he is video game like literally everything that's happening now is just disney all over again but video games that's well we've mentioned the 1993 movie a couple of times Yes. I did also want to talk about that just in terms of uh, maybe highlighting how differently you can adapt the same <laughs> source material. Um, yeah. So I know you and I both have a soft spot for the 93 movie. Oh, extremely. I have a similar thing where like with this movie, we're like, I definitely get why people don't like it. I do think, all right. So broadly speaking, the Illumination movie is a much better adaptation of super mario brothers than the 1993 movie is 100 percent. i think the 1993 movie is a much more interesting movie to watch i agree with you yeah 100 <laughs> percent. it's so weird and so dark and strange and but original like, it's original because yeah, like, it's like weird like it's like blade runner it's like blade runner or like a cyberpunk movie for kids yeah it's like if you changed a couple of names, like it would not be a Mario Brothers movie. No, and I think it originally started as not a Mario Brothers movie, and then they kind of just oh no no like... it it did. They didn't know how to. So the story behind the movie is like the creation of the movie is much more fascinating than the movie even is. It is. How though. much of the behind the scenes stuff do you know about it? I know a good chunk. Like I know it went through like three different directors, multiple writers. Uh, yeah, because it started out as a more regular Mario movie. Yeah, and then when they brought these the uh, something and Jenkel, I forget their names. The director. Morton and Jenkel. It's Morton, uh, yeah. what is it? They're the guys who created Max Headroom. Uh, yeah, Morton and Jenkel. Max Headroom. Yeah, Morton and Jenkel. Once they brought them in, they kind of just let them do whatever, and they made like the sets and stuff in this movie are extremely impressive. Like, yeah, like Yoshi's kind of not fun to look at, but like as a piece of technology. He is amazing. At the time, for I mean, that was an animatronic. At the time, that was like, that was well, ahead of its time. Well, no. Well, so speaking of the time, I think this is what doomed the movie to bomb. It came out the week before Jurassic Park. Very true. It was it was doomed from the start. Like so, 
Because the Yoshi animatronic is on par with obviously the the T Rex animatronic is so impressive just for the scale. Oh sure. Like, I think I think as just a like I think it's just as emotive and expressive as like the Raptors are, but oh, they're going totally. for obviously very different things. Um, but like yeah, for example, I didn't watch Super Mario Brothers in theaters. I watched Jurassic Park like eight times that summer because oh I could God. I just could not get enough of it. <laughs> But you know, we said and we did a whole episode on Jurassic Park. So if you want to get like our, our thoughts more in depth on that, uh, we can we can listen to that one. But the Super Mario Brothers movie is a movie I've come, I've really grown to appreciate over the years. As a yeah. kid, I didn't really like it because it's so weird and like, why is not it? Mario? <laughs> yeah, it's like like why do the Goombas look like that? And but like I, the more the farther I got, I'm like I kind of like this movie, in like, the in like a B movie way. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to tell you it's, like, great. Like, I, like I said, not. I definitely <laughs> understand why you would not like this movie. Yeah, like, I, I, growing up, I liked it because it was Mario adjacent. So anything that had to do even remotely with Mario, I was all about it. But as I got old, and I mean, I didn't ever think it was a good movie. But then as I got older, it did kind of shift into that, like, cult classic B-movie, like, you know, it's not necessarily a good movie, but you just like it just because, like, it it got it moved into that like area for me. Yeah. And I mean, I have an extreme soft spot for it. I saw yeah. it when I was a little kid, and you know, it just I watched it all the time as a little kid too. But I wasn't like I wasn't introduced. I wasn't interested in it as a Mario movie. I was just interested in it as a movie because even without all the Mario stuff. I still loved that movie. I it's still thought of, it was really cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like the the effects in the movie were insane. It like it looks really rough today, but you know, they did do a lot of like practical effects, and they did some I, like CGI weirdness. I think I think a lot of that effects for the time hold up pretty well. Yeah, like there's stuff that came out after that that looks much worse. Oh sure, yeah. Like they you know? they they had a vision. I I will I appreciate yeah. it for. <laughs> It for the be, vision that they had <laughs> it might be misguided but yeah i think that's why i liked the movie it was like strange and took risks yeah and it feels like the the filmmaker's movie it yes. doesn't feel like corporate like i know nintendo yeah. had a big hands-off approach with it because they're like well the mario brand's so strong like no matter what happens it's uh, unsinkable fine. and you know what they were right yeah we are 100 years later but you know, no I, but that like that's i, I really you're right when you say like the story behind the actual making of the movie is way more interesting than the movie itself i i remember i think it might have been the one director morton had a quote where it's this i'm completely ad-libbing it but he said something to the effect of like we didn't want this movie to do any to have anything to do with the games we didn't want to have any kind of like we didn't want to be shackled by any chains it was it was definitely the most like anti-corporate like you know, we're gonna yeah. stick it to the man kind of thing, but like, well, like you know, when you're handed John, an IP, well, John Leguizamo and uh, <laughs> uh, Bob Hoskins were drunk the entire time they were making the movie, the entire time. So, because like they hated, <laughs> and, and like I think this shows what a great actor Bob Hoskins is because he yes. fucking hated being there. Yeah, like he's fine in the, like I'm not gonna tell you he's great. He's no Eddie Valiant in this, but no, um, you know I I think he's doing it. He, he's being a professional you know what i mean 
he he did exactly what he needed to do yeah. Like, and it was, what was the, what was the other story? It was like Dennis Hopper. Oh, like Dennis his, Hopper was saying to his, his kids, kid. like, yeah. his kids, like, why'd you do the Super Mario Brothers movie? He's like, well, you needed to, I needed to buy shoes. I'm like, I didn't need shoes that bad. I didn't need shoes that bad, dad. Yeah. But there's another <laughs> one where like, he just finally had enough of the directors. Like he was being professional most of the time, but then he just like freaked out on him. Yeah. And then, like a 30 minute rant and then like left. And he was just like, all right, I'm out. Like, apparently like they were changing the script every single day like people yeah. stopped learning their lines because it's like there's gonna be a new one like bob hoskins broke his hand because they were driving around that car drunk and one of the doors slammed into it yes so for a part half the movie he's wearing a cast that's painted like it's painted blue stuff. it's no, no, like yeah so, yeah, so, so they so can hide can, it but like you can definitely tell like when especially once you know to look for it yeah <laughs> No, I watched, I actually very recently watched the, um, the director's cut. So it was this thing that was going around the internet where somebody took the cut scenes from the original Mario Brothers movie and kind of edited the, edited them back into the movie and to kind of make like this weird, like super cut. I mean, you can obviously tell when it starts to cut in between like the real movie and the deleted scenes because it's not like, you know, there's no beautiful filter over it yeah but it was it was just kind of interesting to see a version of the movie pre-release because it was like like what what did they have to cut from this movie to release it and a lot of the deleted scenes were kind of just I mean had absolutely not a single deleted scene had anything to do with Mario and I think that's the reason why they had to cut it Mm -hmm. was because it was starting to veer too far away from what the movie was actually supposed to be about and then moving into what the directors wanted it to be about and it uh like they changed like a couple of the lines here and there but like again none of it was mario centric so a lot of the cuts were like i'm watching this movie and i'm i kept asking over and over why did they cut that why did they cut that like it, none of it made sense it actually made the movie harder to understand it's already kind of a tough movie to understand it's way yeah. too complex yeah it, it was really like they just they cut out stuff that made it flow better yeah and it was just kind of like okay there was no reason for them to cut it like they could have just it, and you know it's seconds at a time so it's really interesting to see a version of it you know before the theatrical release because it was like you can actually kind of start to see like into the insanity that was the making of this movie yeah it's just like wow they just they cut things just because they needed to shorten the movie time that's it I'm gonna like no other reason the website real quick but there is a uh a website that was really great about um collecting everything and like documenting all about it mm-hmm. um I'll see, I I don't know if I can find it. Ah, thinks I should have had that up before. Well, you didn't think about it until now. Yeah, but um, there, there's a website that like, look it up at home. Um, that like it's like Super Mario Brothers Archive or something. Um, or Mario Brothers Movie Archive or something. Wait, I think I've heard of this. Because yeah, like I think. Oh yeah, it's smbmovie.com. Um, where they like keep track of like everything that came out like did you know that there was a sequel to this movie in a manga in japan no yeah it exists they have it on their website 
Oh my god. So like they look like manga wow, versions this... of like those characters. But yeah, it's smbmovie.com. This like website. They, 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 they collated like all of the behind the scenes stuff and like I think they were responsible for maybe putting together some of those scenes because this was before anyone kept deleted scenes for like DVDs and stuff. Oh, it had to have been them because this is, wow, this is like really thought out. It's a a really amazing website, but it really goes deep into like the behind the scenes stuff. Oh my God. It's got got a bunch of the early scripts on it too, which some of those are kind of, they're interesting to read if you get a set because they're, they have a lot more Mario like stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. This is really interesting. But yeah, I, I definitely recommend checking it out. Um, I'm surprised you didn't know about it. I assumed that you did. I, I like I think I've heard of it, or at least maybe if they had like a Twitter account, maybe I followed it. But I don't have Twitter anymore, so I have honestly no idea. But yeah, I, don't, um, I don't blame you for that. No, I left Twitter like a year ago, maybe. Oh, so oh my god! It got wow. bad. Yeah, I think I, I think I might have followed them on Twitter because now that I'm like looking at the stuff that looks familiar, so I feel like you must have seen it. It's, it's been around for a while. Yeah. You can tell it's got like that old internet like look to it. I know. I, I'm actually like I'm kind of obsessed with the website itself. It looks something like straight out of 2003. <laughs> Yeah, it looks like it looks like it should be on geocities.com. Yes, like Angel Fire or whatever they were called. Yeah, but um I don't know. Like I I think that the I think the Super Mario Brothers 1993 movie stands on its own as just a like a just a goofy B movie like you know I mean, yeah, like the little the little Mario things in there, kind some of it, some of it can make sense. But you don't think Big Bertha mm. makes sense? <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, the whole you know, it is kind of interesting to to see how video game movies in general have kind of evolved from then, because like obviously, like. The movies back then were very much done by, you know, people who have no idea what video games are, no idea what the source material is. They're just like, crank yeah. out a movie and put it out. We are we are getting spoiled. Like modern, most modern video game adaptations, at least in the last couple of years, have been pretty pretty good. You know, yeah. Last of Us, I haven't watched, but I heard is good. Yeah. I kind of wanted to talk about this movie, the new Super Mario Brothers movie, in relation to Sonic the Hedgehog two. Okay. Um. Because I think Sonic 2 is a better movie. And it's still very much got a lot of the same. Remember these from the games. Like elements. So the first movie is kind of like whatever. You, I would say you probably don't even really need to watch it. Uh, okay. To enjoy the second one. And the second one kind of loosely adapts Sonic 2, Sonic 3, and Sonic and Knuckles. Uh, just because it's like Sonic meaning like Tails and Knuckles and like all of, and you know all of those stories. Wait, so Knuckles is in the second movie? Yeah, Knuckles and Tails are in the second movie. Oh shoot, man! And it's like Knuckles, these. Knuckles teaming up with Eggman, and then you know realizing he's been duped. Oh, um, cool! So I need to watch this. <laughs> it, it's really good, and I think that's because the source material. Say what you will about the Sonic games and their stories and their characters, is like they have stories and characters. Sure. Where Super Mario Brothers doesn't, so there's things you can like 
like Sonic begins at a different place character wise and ends at a different and, and like you know what I mean like they kind of like change and grow like there you know is character like, development <laughs> as a movie like you need to do stuff like that yeah also by the way go on the Super Mario Brothers movie archive is what it's called smbmovie.com the, some of the posters for this movie are amazing and I really want to like print them out and put them on my wall uh the this ain't no game poster is amazing anyway um i gotta get off this website while we're talking about these things but i i highly recommend the sonic 2 if you haven't seen it yet yeah i haven't seen it sonic 1's not as bad as it could have been but like it's also not anything special um but sonic 2 like feels like a sonic movie and again, it's got like a celebrity voice cast, like Idris Elba is Sonic, or not Idris Elba is Knuckles. I'm sorry. Oh ben my Sp- God, could you imagine if he was Sonic? <laughs> yeah. But like, you know, the person who plays Tails is the person from the video games. No way, I didn't know that. Yeah, like Aww. it's surprised they didn't do like stunt casting for that. Because like Jim Carrey as Eggman is great. Yeah. Like, there's a couple of things in the like. It's not a perfect movie. There's definitely stuff in it that's like doesn't work, but like. The stuff that does, and then by the end, when spoiler alert, when like the three of them have to fight, you know, the egg robo, like, oh, they're teaming up, and it's just really cool to see them together on the big screen. Like, it still has that same effect. You still get those same warm fuzzies you get out of the Super Mario Brothers movie from Illumination. Yeah. But like, the characters are characters in it, and there is a story. I think and, that's... And again, it's not. And it's not deep, but it's something like, as an adult, you get something out of it. And there's a scene where Sonic's running through like a, a temple in it, and like it's like a level in Sonic because they do the side-scrolling stuff in the Mario movie too. I'm like, oh, this is fun. I don't know. I, I if you like Mario movies, you should watch Sonic too as well. Yeah, I like. I I've yeah. always I've always wanted to see the the first or the two Sonic movies, but I you know it's always like, oh yeah, I'll watch that when I get some time, and then. There's no time. There's no time. So I just I never get to that point. Those are no, the but... last two movies I've seen in theaters was Mario Brothers and then Sonic 2. Oh, for real? Yeah. Yeah. I went, I mean... I went with my friend Liz both times and I was like, is this what we do when we hang out? We just see video game movies. <laughs> video game movie, buddy. Yeah. No, I like, I, me and Joe saw uh, Mario, saw the Mario movie twice in theaters now. I, I, I know he and I talked about the first time he saw it and he mentioned you were going to go a second time. But I yeah, not. we uh, we we went to Regal the first time and then Tilton the second time. And mm-hmm. uh, I mean, Tilton's great because it's got the reclining seats. But oh, I wish I went Tilton opening night because they usually get the like merch because I was like, I kind of want to get a cup. But they were out by the time I like because I saw it like that Friday. So I didn't see any time. like midnight showings. Maybe I wasn't looking in the right place, yeah. but I don't like I tried looking for a midnight showing and I was like, oh, weird. They don't have one. It's because it's a kid's movie i can't imagine that they would they because they would make money if they did it at midnight i i know it's kind of my it's, my thought process was because it was a kid's movie they're not going to do it midnight but like, release, but it's enough i think there was enough hype amongst like the older crowd totally <laughs> but I no but think... like that's that's like the what the so like you know like the from what i've heard from both like kids and you know or people that have kids and people that don't have kids is like, even like the people that did, that do have kids are like, yeah, you know, it was great. But like, I really, I really enjoyed the movie because my kids enjoyed the movie and seeing them happy makes me happy. So like, there's like a lot of like, yeah, 
there's a lot of that, which is like, okay, like, you know, I could 100% understand that. Yeah, like Greg took his daughter, for example, to go see it. And she's going to be three this summer. Yeah. And like, she has an idea of who the Mario Brothers are, um, you know, just from, he also owns a video game store. So like, we, we yeah, so, <laughs> grew up around uh, it. Uh, but like, she loved it. Cause again, it's a movie for like Illumination makes movies exclusively for children. 100%. Yeah. And I'm not knocking that one way or the other. No. But she like loved it. I was like, I would love it too if I was like under five years old. It'd be my totally. favorite. Yeah, like, I mean, I it's, my it's parents a, to see it multiple times in theaters. It's like it is a like the the one thing I can remember from the first time I saw it was just saying, "Wow, that was a lot of fun." Yeah, like, that's saying, like the mul- first thing I said. On multiple viewings, yeah. How does that change? How did that change for you? Because so, I was tempted to see it again in preparation for this to see if my opinion had changed. But like we just had free comic book day last weekend as of recording. Like I just haven't had time. It's um definitely if you're not sure about it the first time go see it a second time it actually kind of lets you slow down a little bit because like i mean the 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 movie is paced in an insane way so like you blink and it's the end of the movie but like i felt like the first time at least this is my experience the first time i was so interested in all of the little easter eggs the first time around that i did not pay attention to anything that happened in the movie so like i just kept looking in the background for like every little like you know little easter egg whatever and then the second time i was able to still do that but actually pay attention to what was happening in the movie and pay attention to the dialogue and you know everything else so it it was kind of like i i feel i guess more complete seeing it two times than just one then i I could do both Say, yeah, I'll definitely watch it again when it's on Paramount Plus. Yeah, like or, I like I would just watch it oh, again. No, sorry, it'll probably be Peacock because that's the universal one. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, it'll probably be uh Peacock. Yeah. But um no, I, I think it's I think it's definitely worth a, a rewatch. If you're not sure about the first time, like I mean it's still fun to watch. Like it, it'll be a movie I put I mean, on in the I, background forever. I would say probably if you didn't like it the first time, don't bother the second time. But if you oh. like me and we're like i have issues i I don't know you know it's hard to if you're like if you're not sure about how you feel the first time you saw it go see it again i promise you you'll have a like more solidified opinion seeing it again because it it, it is a short movie it goes by really fast yeah it does go by quick it is a very tight 90 yeah so that, that i think that's kind of why it's worth seeing it multiple times because then you can kind of not only see all of the uh, little Easter eggs that you missed the first time, but you can actually get a semblance for what the hell you just happened. <laughs> I mean, I will say this, my, my, my feeling of this has not changed from, I, so I've had one opinion from when they announced the movie until after I've seen it, where after they announced the deal, I was like, well, the most exciting part of this is going to be the theme park for me. Totally. Um, I'm very stoked. It's open in California now. I'm tempted to go but the one in florida is yeah. getting bigger so it's gonna have donkey kong land as well so True. like i might as well just wait plus i want to go to islands of adventure and ride spider-man and stuff i haven't been to universal since i was seven so i, went, I would just i would go regardless i was I only one i was only there once um in 2018 um a friend of mine wanted to get married was getting married at the haunted mansion in disney world 
I needed an officiant. And I was like, hey, I can go. I was like, I've never been to either of those. I, I'd never been to Disney World. So I was like, all right, cool. I'll be an excuse to go. And um, well, it was October. So they did. So we did that and Mickey's Not So Scary, the Magic Kingdom and that. And while we were down there, I was like, you know what? I've never, I never take vacations. So I was like, maybe I'll take an extra couple of days and like do stuff. And then uh, I was like, maybe I'll go to Universal as well because our friend Harry was really into that. And because it was Halloween, they do uh, Halloween Horror Night. So they do like a bunch of like haunted houses. And a lot yeah. of them are based on like IPs. And they did a Ghostbusters one. I was like, well, I have to go to it now. <laughs> um, so I only did like regular Universal Studios, which I loved. I rode the Simpsons ride a whole bunch of times. Like Simpsons Land was really cool. The Transformers ride was actually really awesome. Even I really want to see Simpsons Land. It looks really yeah. cool. But like I, I didn't do any of the other parks. Like I didn't do Harry Potter. I didn't do Islands of Adventure, you know, stuff like that. I didn't, and at the Magic, I only did Magic Kingdom. I didn't do like Epcot or Hollywood Studios or Animal Kingdom or any of that. Was the Star Wars stuff was that up by the time? Star you Wars went? is yeah, Star Wars was up, but it's in it was at the Hollywood Studios park. Oh, okay. Yeah. But like the Star Wars one I'm not as interested in because it's like an original thing. Yeah. And it's like sequel movies like era and like i'm not i didn't especially like those looks it looks cool but i, like, I don't like i don't listen, really care. i was the only person that left our midnight first screening of the force awakens being like i didn't like it so i don't remember how i felt about everyone in my theater was like over the moon and i was like i felt like such a weirdo <laughs> Like, that's never when I felt like most, like, I hated myself the most. It was like, am I too sig- sig- uh, cynical? Like, am I, like, do I, is what people think about me true? Like, I do just hate everything. Because I, I couldn't formulate my thoughts, like, for the first couple of days. And then I realized, I was like, oh, it's because it gave me nothing new. It was just yeah. bad a new hope. With, like, yeah. characters I didn't get to, like, learn anything about. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually that's pretty on point. Like, why did it need to be like Empire and Rebels again? Like, and that's been my biggest problem with like the Disney era of Star Wars, where it just feels like reheated leftovers. Well, well yeah, that's I, that's or why like, I don't even give it the time of day. It just it or like it I, season two. I love season two of Mandalorian, but I think it was a fluke because season two of it, like every episode was like, here's a character from a cartoon you haven't seen. Isn't that amazing? And I'm like, I don't watch the show for that. <laughs> and then i didn't watch any of the other ones because i just stopped caring everything yeah. that's made for disney plus sucks i haven't the only thing i've watched on disney plus is actual disney movies so i haven't seen anything oh my god you're not any of their i mean their original disney plus stuff the stuff they make for that like oh, don't no. ever watch hocus pocus 2 it's so bad and i, I went in with like no not want to see that <laughs> yeah it's a backdoor pilot for a tv show about like little kids and that get the magic book that seems stupid. It's really stupid. <laughs> but all right, so my I don't want to say too much, but my sister-in-law is like a Disney adult. So it's like she's into all of that stuff. <laughs> okay. What do okay? Can you explain to me what a Disney adult is? Because I hear this all the time. Is it just people who really love Disney as it's adults? adults who are really into Disney? Like they're like they're like really Disney. into it? Like yeah, like oh. she goes to the theme parks every year, like they watch every movie. Holy crap, I Which is wish. funny because she married my brother because like he does not care about any of that stuff. I wish I could afford to go to Disney. That'd be yeah. really nice. Well, they have a situation where they live, she works for a college, they live on campus. So like they don't have to pay like rent and stuff. 
Oh, that's nice. Oh my god. So that wow. helps, but like, yeah, they went to their honeymoon there. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I like, I have such a love hate relationship with Disney. Like, we're getting way off topic, but like, oh, yeah, <laughs> as a big corporation that just owns everything, like as a monopoly, I hate it. But then, like the new Ducktales show, I really liked. So, like, what do I know? I I'll be honest. Like, oh, the night we watched Super Mario Brothers, we went back to my house and watched the la- the premiere of the last episode of the Owl House. So oh. I, I, you know what I mean? Like, I, I like Disney still does make stuff that I like. And, yeah, I don't like. I don't. I grew up with Disney. I've been. I'm actually a huge, huge Disney fan. I don't know if I call myself a Disney adult. Um, but it, it, it's when you go to another level. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, like I, you know, I haven't been to the parks since I was seven. Uh, I don't watch every everything that Disney puts out because I think a lot of it's crap but like as like you know it's I think it's also kind of the same reason why I like Nintendo so much is because I just really like their IPs and like I you know it's what I grew up with so anything that I grew up with I have a soft spot for I mean everyone kind of does too but like the reason I still like follow Nintendo and like I'm into Nintendo I think it's just the only people that generally generally make the kinds of games I'm interested in yeah, but a lot of like Same. the mainstream like AAA games like don't do anything for me. I but, like, do not care about anything AAA, like yeah, remote, all, even remotely. Yeah, I don't care about any of that, and like I don't want to buy a PlayStation Four, and like I just haven't. Or sorry, PlayStation Five. I do have PlayStation Four. I mainly use it just to play Batman sixty six for my other podcast. <laughs> so you know, so hey, listen to Batcast sixty six. Uh, new episodes every every other Wednesday. We're almost in season one. We'll go back to weekly. Uh, anyway, now that I plugged that, actually, I think your uh, your partner and I are going to do an episode this weekend. Uh, are you really? Well, so my normal co-host Kendall is touring with his band. So I just recorded some episodes with his wife. And I was like, you know, I've been looking for an excuse to have Joe on because you know he's also really big into this show. So we might do the next two episodes with him, which turns out to be King Cut, which I know he's upset about. Oh. I think that'll be fine. Uh, he missed the, some a couple of duds. Not to spoil the episodes right now, but like, oh my God, this last Joker story was bad. Like it's, think... it's, it's the first, first bad episodes of the series so far. Oh, jeez. So, but hey, that's a good show. That's a surprisingly good show. I, that show's like, I like corny kids things too. Like I'm not... I like I love I love that stuff like honestly like I like corny stuff just because it's corny just because it's like okay yeah it's like sure it's corny it's cringy or whatever but like it's you know when something's done earnestly like it's not too bad like (laughs) yeah you can you can tell you can tell when it's done earnestly you can absolutely tell I have a soft spot for B movies and like so bad it's good movies. Like, oh, totally. Oh my gosh. Which is, which is why I like Super Mario Brothers 93. Like, yeah. I'm not going to put it in my top 10, but like it should be available to watch. I know they want to bury it, but like, I don't know. I think it has value to it. And I think it does too because it, it's, it's, I think it's kind of a, it. it's a cult. Like, it, I keep saying it, but it's a cult classic. Like it, it, it does have a following. There are no. people who love this movie. Like you know what we should do, since it's this movie's thirtieth, it's that movie's thirtieth anniversary this year. Maybe we should do a commentary track uh, about it. Oh my god, I will one hundred percent be on that. 
please. Yeah. I, I would love to always get, wanted to do that. I would love to get Joe on there too because I know he hates the movie. Oh yeah, he absolutely hates it. He he needs to be on it. Like so, it would be fun to have that perspective as well. Yeah, we're me and him are complete opposites when it comes to this Mario stuff. Like, and I complete. think that leads into something I want to say about the new Super Mario Brothers movie. Because like, yeah, there is kind of a divide on it, but like, people feel the need to defend how much they like this movie so much, and it's just like. everyone like it feels like there's two camps that are like fighting each other and i know it's because i'm seeing it on the internet and that's what the internet is but it's like hey just let people like what they like and let people not like what they don't like like we can have a conversation with each other on opposite ends of the spectrum yeah and still be friends at the end of it yeah you know like i'm not i'm not friends i'm not friends with you just because you like mario i'm friends with you because i like you as a person like you know what i mean and like we do have other things that we do have in common but like you know like we don't all like the same things and we don't all dislike the same things i mean granted you gotta have your priorities right like i believe in equal rights for you know all kinds of people sure i mean if we have a disagreement on that that's kind of an important thing but like a movie for babies like whatever like I, yeah i don't i don't understand the internet because like i i've been watching a lot of that too the internet fighting over this movie and yeah. uh, once once again i will emphasize this is a kid's movie oh my and god I, like it, i it, which i i can't like maybe i'm not on the internet enough dude, but i it's cannot super, it's not just a kid's movie it's the super mario brothers movie like yeah and the, it's the most frivolous thing you can imagine it's just kind of i don't know i just kind of I found the response to to everything to the movie existing in general. The response yeah. was really kind of insane. Like I, a, I'm, it's, it, I'm I don't not... know how much you paid attention to this, but like, so like the right wing crowd were going like, they had like their brains broke because they thought it was woke and then that was not woke, and that sometimes it's both at the same time. And I'm like, man, and, I can't, know. I can't live my life like that. Where it's Whoa, just like, like I have that's to exhausting. Everything you hate. Well, no, why, yeah, it's you know? like it's it, but you know, it, it, it's it's a talking point. So people are going to use it because it's the internet and because people, you know, make careers out of it and all that kind of stuff. I guess you need to have some kind of talking point. But yeah. like to to pull the Super Mario Brothers movie into some kind of woke, I don't know, propaganda, if you want. I mean, like I, I'm I, sorry, it's a children's movie. Like I I'm, mean, I, I'm I sorry. This was a thing I didn't like in the trailers, and in the movie, it was much less of a problem. I didn't like what I thought they were like their girl bossification of Princess Peach, not because of specifically like Peach needs to be a damsel in distress or all that, but it's like a modern trope I just don't like. Well, here's the thing about that: like, in, I, in the movie, it was not that big a deal. No, it, it wasn't. It was more of a thing. And like, from the if trailers. you actually, if you actually know the like the the intended idea of Peach, <laughs> which this is my favorite character of all time. I absolutely yeah, I know, I love her. I have strong opinions if I brought this up. So. I have a lot of strong opinions about this whole Peach thing. I used to I, play her. She was my main in Mario Kart 64 because my babysitter yeah. said she was the best character. So then she was all I would play as. I mean, she is the best character. I will, yeah. you know, let me dust my shoulders off a little bit. No, <laughs> but um, but no, because I've seen that that argument go all over the internet. The whole like, oh, well, why is Peach so bossy? And she's she's girl bossing this movie and you know she needs to be the damsel in distress it's like okay but if you actually know what the original like 
creation of Peach, the team that was working on Mario at the time, there is a, there's a quote floating around somewhere. There's like an interview where they mentioned that they never saw Peach as a damsel in distress, as somebody who, you know, is weak and helpless and she can't do anything without Mario. They actually saw her as more of like a mother figure and as like a leader and, you know, and like a little bit of a secret badass. Like that's, and if if you, you can actually kind of see that, believe it or not, you can see that a lot more in Super Mario RPG. Her yeah. character well, RPG is great. Yeah. Her well, she's character and, and characters. Yeah. She is, but like, but just her character in general, they wait the way that they write, the way that they write Peach in Mario RPG is exactly how she is in the movie. You know what? Like, you really, exact. You really, really need to play Thousand Year Door. Yes, I do. 100 percent I think might I might be, stream it. I don't know. That I might be Peach's best game. I'm not like terribly interested in streaming anymore, but I think if I if I do it again, that would be an I, excuse to play it. I would. I think I might. I think I might do that. Actually, I think I just talked myself into it. But that yeah, I want to. I want to do Thousand Year Door. One hundred percent. Thousand Year Door is so good. Like I, I talk every time I talk to you about it, like I kind of want to play it myself. Yeah, I feel like we always, me and you, always end up on Thousand Year Door. <laughs> Just because I'm, I know you like Super Mario RPGs so much, and you like yeah. Mario as much as you do, yeah, it's just, no, it's, it's, it's always surprising it. me you've never played it. I know. I, oh my god, everybody always like that's always like the one major surprise when anybody asks me about that one. I'm like, no, I haven't played it. Or well, like, like my big one with Mario is I've never beat Mario one. Really? I get to the last castle and I don't know the pattern, and I get frustrated and stop. Oh, you know, no, that's fair because I I've forgot also, that there's I, a like, pattern. I'm a massive Zelda person. I've never beat the first game because I refuse to look up walkthroughs. Okay, that's totally fair. I can see yeah. why. <laughs> I also never beat Zelda 2, but that game is so... It demands so much of your time to get good at it. It's the same reason like, I don't play Dark Souls. Yeah, it's, it's just like, the frustration's I don't the, not worth it. The combination of frustration and the time sink, I just don't have, I just don't have it in me. Yeah, I know. That, but, that um, stuff takes too long anymore. But yeah, like yeah. But yeah, like I, I, I loved Peach's character. I thought she was done perfectly. I kind of liked, I kind of liked that they didn't make her the one to be saved. Like I kind of do like well, he, how they wrote it. I think the movie again because it's the first draft. I think the ending had had a good balance. Or like mm-hmm. I like the idea of her being like Mario and Luigi's guide to this world, which all of us, which would have made like them going on an adventure more like better. Yeah, and I think it would have made Peach more interesting, but I liked the idea that like she kind of gave herself up for Bowser to save the Toads, and then the idea that like the Mario Brothers are like, well, we're not going to let that stand, and then they go rescue her because it yeah. gives her agency in being quote unquote kidnapped by Bowser. Yeah, and then yeah, the Mario, and then we still give the Mario Brothers like we got to save the princess moment. Yeah, I like I thought that they I wrote that the entire awesome. ending perfectly. Like I thought that was all written that couldn't have been written better. Like yeah. I, I really, I really do like I like I it's such a shame because that's the most memorable part of the movie is the ending. I mean, I did like when the Mario Brothers fought Bowser at the end. Like there, there's a lot of stuff. There is a no, lot that of whole sequence, that, that whole sequence of like like the Kong I, army being taken out, and then the movie actually starts. <laughs> I do like, like that Bowser was both threatening and like a goofy incel 
they wrote him perfectly. That is exactly how Bowser should be written for a movie. Like make make him this goofy, like and Jack Black, but also is, really threatening. So perfect for him, like oh uh, oh my god, his voice. Well, like he actually did a voice. Like it was one of those yeah. things when the casting was, was like, well, he does voice acting. Yeah. And like, like he's got. I thought he was great. Like I oh I'm like I'm over the moon about Jack Black. You know what's kind of embarrassing about this movie? I didn't realize uh, that Peach's bangs look like a heart until Bowser said that in this movie. I was like, oh my God. Wait, really? You, I, I never noticed that. No way! Yeah. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> so I was like, oh my God, he's right. Yeah, they actually, they make a perfect, I'm looking up that, I have oh, a you didn't notice heart, heart yeah. on my wall. Yeah. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? One of her head looks like a heart, yeah. Uh, Oh my god, I love that. Okay. Okay, yeah. Nintendo, I see you. But yeah, that, <laughs> I, all right, so I guess let's get to final conclusions because we've been rambling for like two hours. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. <laughs> um, ultimately, I, I did like the, the Illumination Super Mario Brothers movie. I think I think it's flawed. Um, and I also really like the 1993 movie and I wish people gave it another look. And that's my conclusion from this. I guess I, my, <laughs> I guess mine is I love both movies. Uh I mean I obviously am super biased as a Mario fan, but like but even when you remove that, I I genuinely genuinely enjoyed the uh the new one, the Illumination movie. I think it's a it's just a fun little movie. Like if you if you want to put on something and not really pay attention to it, this is like the perfect movie to do that. Um, I'm really excited to see what we're going to see in the future from this. I think I really stand. I know the the one thing that we've been saying this whole time is first draft, rough draft. Like it really does feel like that. It feels like this is, they're seeing what they could do with this IP and, you know, in a movie setting and all that kind of stuff. And now I feel like the doors have just been like, like thrusted open and now like hopefully I mean I'm hoping but we'll get bigger and better things from Nintendo movie wise yeah I really, really am excited for the sequel we'll see what they do I am so as far as like future Mario Brothers and Mario like adjacent Nintendo properties I'm not worried about those I'm worried about like other Nintendo properties oh yeah yeah, that um, yeah, I would least, I would be worried too. Was doing them. I still think that they're only going to stay Mario centric for right now because that feels so. safe. Uh, I really, really don't want a Zelda movie. I'm going to be honest. I, any other major Nintendo franchise, like I can see it being so much better in the hands of another studio. Like a Star Fox space epic movie would be awesome. Like. Uh, a Zelda fantasy adventure would be all right. I don't, I'm of the opinion that Zelda works best as a video game and I don't really want to see like movies or TV shows of it, but like, like a, like a scary, like space horror movie that Metroid would be fun. Like would be great. Yeah. I mean, you know, like, they could, but, they could do a lot with Metroid. I, I mean, I don't think it'll ever happen, but you know, I mean, we did get a Pokemon movie, not counting the animes. Yeah. With Detective Pikachu. Oh, wait, that's true. Oh, my God. Detective Pikachu. Detective Pikachu was all right. 
that movie was amazing. I loved it. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I thought it was fine. It. I, it was weird. It was it weird. It was really I, weird. Don't get me wrong. I really, really appreciate that. It was weird. But it's like, I don't know how you do a sequel to that because I think how that movie worked, like, because Pikachu talked and like, yeah. was to be like a character. Like, I think if he was just saying Pika P the whole movie, that'd be so much more annoying than if Charles Martinet did Mario's voice. Yes. The whole movie, which for the record, I think would have been fine. I don't, uh, I have a feeling they, I would have gotten have, annoyed. They could have done that same joke where he plays up the accent in the commercial that they did. Yeah. And he had, cause he's a professional voice actor. Like he played Mario's dad. It sounded like Mario and it sounded like a normal person. I love, by the way, I love that he played Mario's dad. That I, felt like such a, like. I did call that he was going to be Mario's dad. I was like, because when I say he's going to have a cameo, I, like, I thought he's Mario's dad at some point in the movie. <laughs> um, but I'm glad that he was like this weird little Mario Jumpman guy. In uh, the but Giuseppe or whatever his name was. Yeah, it's like, Mario, I think you would sound a great uh, wahoo. Like, wahoo! I was like, that's, like, that's funny. Like, I like that. Yeah, I don't know. I like just that. like little nods. Just, yeah. you know. Whatever. That's fine. That stuff's fun. Yeah. I'm not no, but Char- I, Charles Martinet was is like a legitimate actor. Like he did like commercials. He did a oh, couple yeah. of like he's the TV main shows. dragon in Skyrim. Yeah. Uh, did you watch the Netflix documentary series called Game Over? No, it's just about the history of video games. But Charles Martinet does the he's the narrator for it. Oh, I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna it's watch. It's really it good. I watched it with my dad, and he doesn't give a crap about video games, and he enjoyed it. Oh, cool. Yeah, so. I'll definitely have to watch it. Yeah, I'd, I'd say give that a shot. It's like six or eight episodes. It's not super long. Oh, that's cool. Like, like each. I didn't know he did the. He was the narrator. Like, that's really each cool. one is like kind of like an era of video games. Okay. Like, where they'll focus on maybe like the development of a couple of games during it. Yeah. Like they did one. Like the one of the last ones was like the '90s one was like Doom was one of the main games they focused on. I think Final Fantasy one was one of the games they focused on. I'm pretty sure they did one with Super Mario Brothers. Like I, I know they had to do one about like the NES because that was such a big deal. Uh, but uh, they did one with like because it starts with like the early computer stuff, so you get to see like a lot of the older older games. Like it's it's interesting. That's cool. Like it's probably nothing you don't already know, but like it's still presented in an entertaining way. Yeah. Oh no, I I love even if it's something I already know a lot about of, I will still watch it. What's well, it's always <laughs> it's nice to hear Charles Martinet sound like a normal person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. <laughs> he does have a good speaking voice too. So I mean, yeah, like I said, you we, know. we both met him. He's a really sweet guy. Yeah, oh my god. Sweetest yeah. person on the face of the planet. Too many that dude loves his good, fans. Too many games is a good con. If you get a chance to go to that in Pennsylvania, go to it. Oh, please go. It's so much fun. Yeah, I'm gonna try to get to there this year. I haven't been the last few years. I mean, granted, you know, the world made it kind of difficult to have <laughs> conventions, but... I know, we're we're trying to go. If We're trying to see if it's, like, if it's worth it. Conventions are still a little... Eh, still a little... Maybe for us, hey, but we just did giant size free comic book day, and that was pretty great. Yeah, I mean that's that's a good uh good introduction back in so yeah, going say, to cons again. People following this podcast, the last few episodes, I talked to some of the people we had there, but that was all recorded before free comic book day. Uh, now that we're posted, um, it was a really good show, and I'm really happy with a lot of aspects of it. But we will follow us on social media. We'll talk about it more specifically there. So I know we've been posting photos and stuff and I'm waiting on a couple more photographers. So I should have more stuff soon. I know I've been living through your 
pictures. They're a lot of fun to look through. So I took this week off because I was burned out by the end of it. So I haven't, and I don't do social media, so I haven't been paying attention to it, but I'm pretty sure Becca has been posting stuff from the store. There's been a lot of stuff, at least, you know. Yeah. So someone's either Becca or Joe have been posting things. Yeah. But all right. Speaking of Joe, I'll let you go uh, say hi to him for me. <laughs> Because I'm sure he's home by now because the store's been closed for like an hour and a half. <laughs> yes, he's home. He, he got home about like 20 minutes ago, so. All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Hopefully this wasn't too rambly by the end. Um, <laughs> let us know what you think of the Mario Brothers movie. Um, let us know if there's any uh, topics you want us to cover. Because um, I want to start doing this again a little bit more regularly. Um, at the very least, do one episode a month. I would like to shoot for bi-weekly and go back and back, back and forth with our, our Batcast podcast. But I want to go back to weekly on that because I don't want to wait, keep waiting to watch episodes because they're usually pretty good. And I want to watch the next one. Um, but yeah, so, you know, follow us on social media. Uh, Katie, you're going to start streaming again? Uh, I might. But if you want to come hang out with me and a couple of cool people, uh, come over to twitch.tv slash Tronbon. The O's are zeros. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense. <laughs> Okay. Well, thanks everyone. And so until next time, be safe.